What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast what we do here is bizarre unsettling and riveting you're listening to creates happiness podcast with nadine mj and marnie if you have any questions or show topics hit us up at creates happiness podcast at gmail.com that's creates happiness with a y podcast at gmail.com Welcome to Creates Happiness Podcast. I'm Nadine. We have MJ and we have Marnie. And today we are talking about adulting topics. And one of the biggest things that I think I've learned and probably the girls as well is how to find happiness in working or at a job when you work for somebody else. Thankfully, I don't work for anybody else, so I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> but, but, but on the flip side, I mean, I run my office, I run my husband's office. And being a employer is also very, it's a fine line as well. Um, yeah. So let's talk about all of that stuff. Cause I'm sure, especially in this day and time, everybody out there, you guys are working at jobs because you have to make ends meet. Maybe yeah. you're not completely happy. Maybe you work for people that shit on you. Um, let's talk about that. Cause I feel like that is such, that's a big, big thing. That's a big thing, you know? Yeah. 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 I feel like it's, it's always like the money that keeps you there. Like, oh, how am I going to survive? Especially if like, like if I didn't have no debt, I'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know, like I'd be like leaving places that I'm yeah. not happy at. But because, yeah. you know, I have su such a big debt, I'm like, okay, how am I going to be able to pay off my debt and like without having a job? So that's what keeps me there. Right. And probably a lot of people as well. A lot of people probably are in the same boat. I have things right. to pay for mm -hmm. and I, I have to stay here and be miserable because I have this stuff to pay for, you know? Know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. It's, so like yeah. at my job, I'm very miserable because it's owned by a small family mm -hmm. and they run their business a little bit differently from Americans. Mm -hmm. So they're Pakistani. And when I started with them, it just seemed like it was a cool job because now for everybody listening, we're not talking about MJ's radio job. <laughs> no, not my, like radio job. <laughs> not my radio job. Yeah. Remember, they're not owned by Pakistanis. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't Just know. So we get that part clear. This is MJ's other yeah. job. <laughs> My other job. Right. Mm -hmm. This company, the mother, the father, the, the sons, they run it. And then um, they have like family members that actually work there and they treat the family members so well. But when it comes to their employees, they treat them at like arm's length. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're just a worker. Mm -hmm. When she first interviewed me she was like you know i want to have more of like we're we're like a family so we want a family vibe and i was like oh that's what i'm all about i want that family type of vibe so i started working for them and um she found out i can do hair so she would ask me to dye her hair i'm a office manager now okay and she asked me to dye her hair she would ask me to do her makeup wouldn't tip me anything wouldn't give me any more money nothing i was like oh my god but i mean Wait, like while like that yeah like, on the clock. while i'm clocked in oh my god yeah oh 
That's yeah. such bull- that's bullshit. That's such bullshit. Oh yeah. fuck that. That's a fuck and, that. Uh, yeah. That's a red flag already. Yes. Yeah. Right. And she wouldn't give me like a tip or anything, or she wouldn't pay me um extra, you know, like whatever. She just that's it she just takes advantage of it every time she would have to go to a party or something oh can you do my makeup please can you do my makeup yeah so that's the kind of company also i I was hired to be in the office and they don't have any people in shipping because they can't hire anybody nobody wants to work for them so like we had people start and they would just walk out and leave and they wouldn't come back so that's the kind of people that they are right Mm -hmm. so they asked me to do shipping without giving me more pay. So I would be like packing and labeling and doing stuff that I've never, never done before. I only did it because I wanted the experience because it would be good on my resume. You know what I mean? If I ever wanted to do something like that, I, I could be like, hey, I did packing. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. labeling. So I did this and this and that. So it was good on my resume. The first month I started, I got training for one day, one day, and then they just left me. The The boss who is supposed to be training me is her son, her old eldest son. And he uh, trained me for one day. And then he was like, oh, I have a phone call. I have, I, I'll be back. Oh, I have, I have uh, a meeting. I'll be back after the meeting. Totally forgets. And he, and so this is the kind of problems that I was having. And then finally he just leaves. Like he goes to Atlanta to his other company and he never told me that he was leaving. (laughs) So his mom's like, oh yeah, he left yesterday. I was like, what the fuck? Like I need him to answer these questions. So like for a whole half a year, I've been trying to reach him Mm. and I have to wing it myself. Everything I'm learning by myself, everything. I just, I couldn't believe it. This company was that shitty. And so he comes back and he's like, oh, um, do you have any issues or anything? I'm like, I don't want to count on you for fucking shit because you can't help me with, I mean, because you, you will walk away and never come back like how you normally fucking do. Right. So I was just like, nope, nope, everything's great. Everything's great. And then there was this one issue that happened the other day and it drew the line. I was just like, I'm done. I cannot at this point I'm done because this company is treating me like shit. Um, I don't care about my debt anymore. I mean, like I do care about my debt, but I don't care enough to freaking stay with this company. Mm -hmm. I just, I have to, it's making me sick inside. I have Mm -hmm. to leave. Mm -hmm. And having a supportive husband that made it so much better. Like it made it so easy to just say, fuck you, fuck Mm -hmm. you. I'm out. But I gave them a two week notice. They asked me to, in the beginning, that's Mm -hmm. why I said, you know, like I will give them a two week notice. Mm -hmm. You can always change your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like two week notice is a courtesy, but you can always change your mind. You're not salary. You're not, uh, you know, the CEO, you're not anyone who's, I don't even anybody. have to show up on Monday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Given, given yeah. how they've treated you, you owe them nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I would question it. You could go back on Monday to show face. Like, you know, I did promise you to two weeks. You show up on Monday and they act like belligerent or worse off than before. Uh-huh. Just walk. I would walk. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Um, you know, I changed yeah. my mind. I'm out today. By the way, I've used cheap products on your hair. You know, leave her with a zing yeah oh by the way these were all discount store makeups Motherfucker. that's why you have the itch yeah. you know right that's why you had that pink eye it wasn't because of anything it was the makeup it does make people sick and you have to realize that it can make you sick it can make you sick oh, to yeah. like not be happy to go yep. to work 
you know, and then be at work and then just take all this negativity, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not healthy for you. So I suggest like, you need to get out as soon as, you know, you realize, yeah. As soon as you realize, I think right now people have the advantage of Mm -hmm. a very booming work environment, you know, worker companies are looking for workers. So it's not like you're not going to find a job right now. You have the distinction of finding a job that fits you today Mm -hmm. because right now, yeah, you're absolutely correct. MJ people's motivation for employment has everything to do with salary and debt ratio. It's like, I owe a lot of people money. I have a lot of credit card debts. You know, I want to buy, I have a mortgage. I have kids in, you know, school, blah, blah, blah. I have a car payment. So we're, we're, we're deciding our worth value and patience with an employer based off of that. Mm-hmm. And the objective is don't, you know, it's like, we're not wealthy people where money is not a problem. You know, yeah. we're working class and working class right. people make decisions very differently. And we try to make it in a way that's uh, fast. You know, how fast can I get this job? What is the highest pay I can possibly eke out of this job? When you feel you've met it all and you find out that the job is toxic, it's damaging. You know, it's like you've made a commitment. You're so focused on the goal of financial freedom. And then now you're living in, uh, you know, Voldemort's tavern and you got to deal with this crap every single day. You got death eaters, you know, just sucking the life out of you. And you're just kind of like, oh, my God, I'm going to be here for a while until that debt is free. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not true. You know, it's not a fit. No. Yeah. If it's not a fit, you know, we really got to acknowledge it. And I think there's a generation and they call them millennials, but I think the millennials were very clear on tolerance. Mm -hmm. They know their worth. They know their value. They know their contribution. And they're just not, you're not going to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to have an old school 1950s mentality, because that's the way the company started or when your grandfather made it or whatever the hell the history is, you know, you got to change with the times a little. I mean, we're not saying completely Mm -hmm. revamp your company. We're just saying be a little bit more realistic, you Mm -hmm. know, stop using paper and pen, buy a goddamn computer, Mm -hmm. you know, stop, you know, with this micromanaging and back off, Mm -hmm. you know, people have talent. That needs, you know, like you're saying, at some point you need the training, but once trained, you're mad, you know, you're magic. You can yeah. do what you need to do. It's and so then, easy. Yeah. And then you, you end up conforming to the company's motto beliefs and um, outcome. And that's the employee that they need. Yeah. Right. But they don't give you the chance. They, they just pound on you from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some horror stories of a job. Yeah. I recently lost, but you know, when I left, I was scared to death. You know, I was happy yeah. to be gone. Mm-hmm, Trust mm-hmm. me. I was happy to be gone. At that point, I was just like, man, this ain't a fit. But, you know, I had kids and I was worried about those things too. But the minute I left, like, O-M, wada, 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 wada. You know, yeah. it was the best thing that ever happened to me. The weight I mean, that I, lifted off your shoulders, right? Like, it felt so good to say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an emotional yeah. epiphany. Yeah. It was an emotional um, roller coaster ride that was to my benefit. You know, the the initial ru- you know rush is fear. It's like, oh yeah. my god, I don't yeah. have a job. I need yeah. to make money. I don't have a job. Yeah. And you just, I just kind of embraced it. Like, well, I don't want to be here anyway. Yeah. You know, so why am I crying about it? You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want right. to be here. I was asking to leave. You know, many times. You know, trying to work it out so that I don't have to be here but still work here. Uh, so yeah. it's just like. Oh my God, what have I, what happened? What have I done to my family? 
And then everything just fell in place. You know, two days later, I got hired at another job, less pay, but still um, a good company and, you know, consistent work. You know, the schedule was right, right for me. It was flex. It was this, it was that. I'm like, everything worked out. You know, then I moved, I was with my family more, you know, it just kept working out. So to me, that was my epiphany. Like, hey, even if I got, you know, you're in a job that your your stomach is telling you, get out, mm-hmm. like demon from poltergeist. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just kind of like, mm, I should have listened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine if I listened sooner, mm-hmm. but thankfully I did listen and my life is a lot happier now, you know? So there is joy in, in leaving a job, you know, it's yes. not the end of the world, whether they tell you to leave or you, you leave choose. on your own. Yeah. Yep. There is joy, there is, you know, happiness in that, because I think that's that shaking or the wake up call that we all need Mm -hmm. when our body and our, you know, aura and our chakra is all telling us like, this isn't for you. You need to get out and you Mm -hmm. keep ignoring it because you keep staring at that credit card debt. Yeah. You keep staring at the loan payment. You keep Mm -hmm. staring at, you know, the car payment and then you keep staring at, you know, McDonald's. You know, it's just like, I want to keep eating there, but I need a job, you know? So it's like, mm. also like not having the support at first, like my husband was like, you better find another job before you quit, you know, like, but not, but the fact that he actually was on board this time, I was just like, it made it so much easier. And it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders mm-hmm. at that point. I just was like, oh my God, it feels fr-. like, I felt so good that I could tell them, fuck you. It, it, it really made me feel so good that I could just be like, I'm out. I'm done with your fucking abuse. Fuck you. I'm out. You know, like mm-hmm. that feeling inside made me feel like, oh my God, a ton of weight just gone. And I'm so much happier just from that. Just from saying that. Okay. Oh gosh, I- she's going to start gardening. Yeah. <laughs> start gardening. It's so, wait, so weird. It's so weird because my husband's like, why don't you go work at a nursery? Ah! And I was like, oh my God, I would be so happy to work at a nursery because I like touching earth. I love touching, you know, plants. I love making things grow and stuff like that. So I might actually do that. Listen, the world's your oyster, but here's the thing, right? So are you saying that you could have left earlier had you had something else? Is that what he said? Like, remember, I told you about that time where the mom, I asked her as a common courtesy, can you tell me when you leave? And she's like, I don't have to tell you anything Mm. with an attitude. And Mm -hmm. she started laughing at with a coworker that Mm -hmm. was of her, her race. Mm -hmm. They were all laughing at me. And at that point I was just like, who the fuck? Like, she can't talk to me like that. Mm -hmm. You have not mastered the art of sarcasm. (laughs) And I'll have an episode of that. (laughs) on the proper way of being sarcastic to family, friends, and employers. (laughs) National Public Radio, Marnie Ramirez. The topic today is sarcasm. Oh, you need to have sarcasm. So you just come in and just go, okay, well, I'll just tell them you're getting your GYN appointment. (laughs) You're going to have your anus bleach now. I'm going to tell everyone you're going to get bleached in your anus. Okay. (laughs) All right. You have a great time. Thank you so much. Actually, you know what? I should have just done that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, She's getting seriously. her anus bleached. Right. <laughs> Seriously.
downstairs. You know, her, she ran out of her testosterone pills for the transition. So she had to go get a new prescription. She's actually going to go to a different doctor. She's not pleased with that one because her left breast is, is not as large as the right. You know, so she's or really, she, they have a nephew that's a doctor. So I can be like, oh, yeah, she wants to see her nephew to get her anus bleached. <laughs> yeah. Just oh crazy God. stories when they give you, oh my God. that's the power of sarcasm, right? When they be rude to you and you get kind of like, that was not, so you're giving Oh, that was so light. rude. Okay. Yeah. All I hear is, so you're letting me answer for you? Uh-huh. <laughs> you bet I will. All right. Yeah, she just, she's filing bankruptcies. So if you have any- Oh, yeah, 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 I know, right? Just get that in. <laughs> yeah. She's getting a divorce. Oh my God. Yeah. Did she tell you? Oh my God. Yeah. She's getting a divorce. They're not happy at all. Why do you think he's in Atlanta? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. oh no. See, the mom is his mom. So the Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He, just make jokes. Yeah, that's but they don't know. People don't know that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can just make bullshit or anything. Yes. Yeah. Her boyfriend called something about. No, know. but her husband leaves all the time. So he's not even there. He always leaves. He's he's like in Pakistan or he goes to China for other businesses. But they're that always trying to so much material. <laughs> oh, I would take your job. I would take your job. Just for all of that material. That is gold. That is such gold. Well, I don't know. Her boyfriend from you know so and so just showed up, but I guess they're having quote lunch. I don't know. I don't know. She said something about she needed to go out and go have something waxed. I don't know. You want to leave a message? Just ruin it. Hey, why don't you go and you know review us? Do you have time? Can you review us? Can you just talk about this moment here? What about a one star? Can you give us a one star? I'm hoping to get 10 one stars today because she really made me mad. Yes, drill them. Drill them, drill them. I wish, I wish I could tell all his other all his customers because they complain about them all the time i can't even understand what that shipping guy is saying what is he saying oh that other lady that answered the phone i didn't even understand what she's saying so i'm the one who has to um translate basically mm. yeah yeah because they they have accents and they don't speak english well they never went to school so you know like it's whatever so bless your heart they're like oh i'm so glad i'm talking to someone who knows how to speak english i was like do i though i am from hawaii i speak pigeon <laughs> that is so funny but you know what that is such a common thing though a lot of people don't pursue their happiness because they're afraid fear is yeah. a funny thing like that you know it stops you from doing so many things and maybe even reaching your potential you know yeah yeah, that's the one thing, um, and it circles into this, it ties into this that many people overlook. That's what small businesses are. Mm -hmm. Small businesses are people who probably got fed up or people who are very invested in their vision. And yeah. they created a small business. Yeah. And that, to me, is the emphasis of why we need to purchase from them, because these are what, you know, the American dream is about and what we are placed on this earth for, not to be, you know, somebody's, you know, mat. It was for us to be creative. Yeah. It's for us to be able to identify our power and passions mm -hmm. and bring it to the public, whether it's in the form of a sandwich 
or a macrame plant holder. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, mm -hmm. it is your your God gifted talent or whatever higher gifted talent for you to express and give. You know, we conform ourselves from a very imperialistic mentality of nation growing and this is how it's supposed to be and somebody is always in control and we just listen to those in control it's like no you have value you have talent you have skills you mm -hmm. have something to share as well mm -hmm. and sometimes we are not in the vessel yeah that allows us to do that and we have to explore and exploring is scary yep yeah especially scary for our age because we're so used to just putting up with a lot of shit you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we yeah. were talking about the younger kids. They know my oldest son, <laughs> before he got his degree, he, he legit had freaking 10 jobs. And my husband and I, we would like laugh our asses off because we'd be like, he has more jobs than the two of us combined. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and then I was just like, at first I thought it was like a downfall, but the more I look at it, I'm like, whenever he, it didn't, whenever it stopped resonating with him, uh -huh. he would leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? I, I I don't think I belong here anymore and I'm going to change. And it when I look back at it, I'm like, that takes a lot of freaking balls. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. To do, to know, hey, I'm not going to take that and I'm, I'm worth more than this and I can see myself somewhere else, just not here, you know? And so right. now when I was talking to my husband about that too and I told him what I came up with, he's like, yeah you know what that's kind of funny like because our our age we don't we stick with shit longer than we must you know what i mean because we're afraid or that's how we were brought up you stick with it you take shit that you might you, you shouldn't you know what i mean you don't you your head over analyzes and it talks you out of what your gut is telling you you should be yeah. doing. you yeah. know yeah and not yeah. just for job for everything in life it seems like that's a thing right but when I look at it now, especially given the times, there's so much opportunity nowadays. Like you could find something that you probably would resonate with more. And that's the same for anybody out here listening to this. Don't put up with shit that your gut is telling you, hey, yeah. this doesn't feel well. I'm making myself sick. I get stressed out just thinking about having to drive to work. You know what I mean? Having to deal with these people. Don't do that. Like think about, hey, what do I love? And go in that direction. Even if mm -hmm. you have to take a little bit of a pickup in the beginning, your yeah. happiness is much more than your actual monetary value of something else, you know? And you so, never know because your monetary value might actually increase over with time. your happiness. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Undercover Boss. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Oh, man. When I watch those shows, I'm like, gosh, those people, they didn't know yeah. the kind of work that mm -hmm. these employees Cause they're not, they just assume that this is what's going on. But then when they're actually in their shoes and they figure it out and the things that they do for their employees afterwards, mm -hmm. that's amazing. And that's yeah. what, that's what they need to do is mm -hmm. like, I think every company needs to do that. <laughs> yep. Like Jeff Bezos, he needs to work as an Amazon employee. He Most needs to work things. in that warehouse. You know what I mean? Because those people that are working there, they have impossible goals. Yeah. They're like being treated like shit. Oh, yeah. My son worked there for a little bit. He worked. Yeah. My son worked there as a warehouse person. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Quit. Got his um, computer uh, science degree. 
went mm-hmm. back and does programming for them. Now, wow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The people that yeah. work at the top get paid, get treated much different than much better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. But you know what? When I, it's kind of funny because back in the day, I used to work for other people. And yeah. whenever I work for somebody else in my mind, I always said, oh my God, if I ever had my own place, my own company, I would never treat people like that. I would not yeah. do that. I would not be this kind of person. I would not do these kind of things. So on the flip side, when my husband and I have our own practices, we've had our girls, our girls have been with us for over 15 years. Nobody nice. wants to leave us. Yeah. <laughs> they call the office, the promised land because of how we are, because I, we, we don't treat the, the thing is you have to treat people like you want to be treated. Exactly. Right. So I would never do to them what I would not expect of myself. You know what I mean? Right. Same thing. I'll tell you what. I mean, this is how we value our people that work for us. And I don't think companies value their people enough as human beings, or Mm -hmm. they don't even look at what a person's, um, you know, everybody has something different to bring to a situation and they don't look at that, the strengths and they don't play on that stuff. Right. So me, I know what people's strengths are. I have a knack for looking at that. Right. So my girls in the both offices, I know what they're good at. And then we play to that. We don't play to their weaknesses because what's the point? Everybody loses at that point. They feel bad. We, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't do well, whatever. Right. So now this is how we treat our employees. They're like family. Like when I say family, like legit family, my husband's assistant, her, his surgical assistant, she got COVID last week and he ended up, she, it was just like, oh, my throat hurts. I started coughing. She started coughing. Mm Mm-hmm. Then she went to work and she was like, I don't feel well. I'm going to go home. She didn't feel well. She's like, I can't breathe. So she ended up going to the hospital. (gasps) Oh no. She's been there at the hospital for like over a week now and they're not treating her well. So we had to, I had to, he had to call in people that we knew to see what the hell's going on. Why is she not being treated? Why is she not being, you know, given, what has she been given? Cause the hospital is giving them the runaround. And at the, I said, you know what, at the rate she's going, that's not good. The longer she's yeah. there, the, the worse it gets, right? So the whole time, poor thing, her family, because they depend on her for the money. She lives with her parents. And uh-huh. um, the mom, she, she, you know, she texted my husband. She said, oh, you know, um, something about getting like an advance on her pay or something because they were worried about that. And my husband said, what are you talking about? We're still, we're paying her. Yeah. Even while she's not working, even yeah, while yeah, she's yeah. in the hospital, yeah. like that, that the pay is not an issue. What's yeah, an yeah, issue yeah. is making sure she's good, making sure she gets yeah. healthy, making sure yeah. she comes back, you know? So like we never, if the girls have to leave or they have See? to take vacation, we don't like, if it's something like, for instance, my husband got sick um, too. Well, he wasn't that, but like um, he got sick with like this stomach thing. Cause, cause he was eating oysters. Like it was nobody's business. And anyway, he got like so sick. Right. So he had to like close down. Well, he couldn't see patients for a couple of days, four days. Mm-hmm. He told the girls, you can either go in and do some stuff, but you don't have to be there all day when you're done, just leave. And he still uh-huh. paid them for the whole day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was not their fault that he couldn't work, you know, Yeah. or even like, it, but you just have to, I feel like you have to just, if companies treated their employers, employees, the way that they'd want to be treated, I think somehow they forget that shit. Like all of a sudden when you own something, you gotta be a dick. It's like, no, yeah, you know, exactly. you, don't, you don't have to do that. Like you can be human and you can look at people as if like, yeah, you really care about them. Cause you really should. The, these people are what makes your company move. 
exactly. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't do well. And it's like, if you cater to people and you treat them well, and you, you recognize them for their value, Mm -hmm. you're going to get so much more than you could ever imagine. You know, it's sad though. It's really, really sad that more people are not. I worked for a doctor who was a Persian Mm. and he actually did that too, where he, if he went on vacation, then he would just tell us to come in or, you know, do whatever's and then Mm -hmm. leave, but, and he would pay us for it. Yeah. We have, um, two, two, um, weeks in the year, one in Christmas time and one in summertime around my birthday, where we closed on our offices only because Mm -hmm. we need to have time off. So we pay them for that. That's not out of their vacation. That's just because I need time off. So why should I penalize people for what I need? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, you all, we all need to take time off to spend with our family, to go Mm -hmm. someplace, whatever you need. But this is the time where you kind of reset so that way we can all come back and be our best selves the the rest of the six months. You know what I mean? So it's every six months we have a break because you need to reset, you know, recalibrate. I've never worked at a company where they didn't trust me. So like, I mean, I worked at a barbershop. They used to give me the key, you know? Mm -hmm. So like if I needed to open up or close, like they were okay with it. You know what I mean? And they Mm -hmm. trusted me just like, um, the psychologist I worked for, Mm -hmm. uh, he left me his house key too. And he trusted me like automatic. Like, I I don't know what kind of vibe they think, but this company is like always like, um, watching my time, watching uh, what I do, mm. who I talk to. As soon as I start talking to somebody, you see somebody running in, like looking and making sure that I don't talk. I remember, remember when you, um, remember that one time, actually it wasn't one time. It was all of a sudden you couldn't text at work. Remember you're like, okay, I cannot text at work. Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. you told me that and I was like, what the fuck happened? And yeah, you're like, they don't allow us now to text at work. Like it was one day when they're just like, boom, you cannot text yeah. at work. It was like, oh, yeah. Well, but th- <laughs> I always do it like um, where they can't see me doing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do it. Yeah. Uh, it's just that I can't do it when they're sitting right there. Right there. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. 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 Well, that's you work be, productivity. Yeah. That's the, the arrogance of it is that you're supposed to be productive. You're supposed to be doing things beyond the scope of your job mm-hmm. to keep this company running so that you could have a paycheck. You know, and that's the attitude or, or the focus of it and why they're the way they are. Small businesses, you know, like uh, Nadine was saying, you have options. You could be a tyrant, yeah. you know, and make them blast out, you know, a hundred hamburgers an hour, or you could be a little bit more realistic and say like, mm-hmm. you know what, let's give them 40 quality burgers an hour. Yeah. Or you could be absolutely lazy and go like, we don't have hamburgers today. You know, it's just vegan sandwiches. You no, know? they were saying like, oh, you can't have um, cell phones on the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like, oh, what if it's an important call? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's very important? Yeah, and you they need, need to be like realistic. a the doctor's office. Yeah. They need to be you know realistic. what I mean? Like if the doctor's calling because I have. I work on a referral system, so they have to refer me to somebody and that doctor's office got to call me in when order they got to make- call you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, what am I supposed to do? Just be like letting it go to voicemail and then I have to call You're gonna them. Miss and- it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and then I don't get the appointment because exactly. they're fucking dicks, you yeah, know, like yeah. you have to be able to let it's not realistic. Yeah. It's not no. realistic. And it's like, and it doesn't serve anybody. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like 
they wouldn't want it to be done to them. Why are they doing that to you? That's such a bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, and that's all. Right. Like, and they're eagle. talking on the phone, like all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, like she will ask me to go and help her pack or label mm-hmm. uh, boxes and stuff. The thing is, there's not so many boxes that she can't do it. It's the mm-hmm. fact that she has to talk on the phone with whoever the fuck who's on the phone, yeah. which I can't understand her language. So I don't know what they're fucking talking about, but she mm-hmm. will spend literally hours on the phone just talking to who gossiping probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's just, uh, just like, oh, well, if you were off the phone, yeah, you, you could, could do the shipping yeah. because yeah. I'm not shipping. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's not my department. You know what it is? It's like her like her priorities are screwed up. And also they come from ego. Yeah. You know, where they're like, they're better than you. So therefore you're the one who's going to have to ship shit out, you know, kind of thing. It's sad. It's super, super sad. Yeah. I don't need to. And then, um, you know, I go over and beyond. So like, even if I text a little bit on my phone, it's not that much, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's here and there and it's just a little bit, but Mm -hmm. most of the time I have nothing to do because I'm jam at freaking working like I do everything and I go over and beyond too and I still have time left over to do other things you know what I mean like um customers who um keep fucking up their um their checks like paying us either under or over I help Mm -hmm. them add up all their stuff before they send us the check I don't have to do that for anybody but I do that for them Mm. right and, and then so that we don't have to have like this whole, oh, minus plus, minus plus, minus plus on uh, that we have to keep a track of, yeah. keep track of, you know what I mean? So like I help these people out that are not good at adding. So <laughs> then I, I add it for them mm-hmm. and I don't have to do that, but I yeah. do it. And it saves both companies time and money. That's why they should have recognized that you are a good employee that you go above and beyond, you know what I mean? And then they should value that. But that's the problem with society. Society doesn't value people. It's because they don't know what I'm doing. Mm. They just, they just, they're, the only thing they're concerned about is me talking to other people. They don't, they're not concerned about me and my work because they double check my work anyways, Mm. except for the other things that I do that they don't know about, that they don't care about. So, okay. So keeping that whole situation in mind, right? What are things that you love that you could possibly do? Well, I like um, gardening, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, I always have to have a creative outlet. Like I would love to work at like a painted pottery. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. I I could just, do you have some around your, your area? I don't think so. And so I'm going to look though, I'm going to look, but that's what I want to do. Like I I would love to work at like a painted pottery or like a ceramic studio or something where it has, has to do with art. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, that, and I don't care if it's going to pay minimum wage, then that's fine. But I really, that's, that's my creative outlet. And I would be super happy you know? Yeah. So you know that now just finding something that's a match. You even like beauty stuff. I mean, you should look into that. You know what I mean? Like maybe working at like a plastic surgeon's office, you are office manager here. You could office manage at a plastic surgeon's office. I would love to do that too. There you go. See, you know, I mean, that's something that I think you could probably get into and love and like got, you know, do well in that would pay you well too. But don't I need to have like medical 
whatever no. experience or no. go to like medical school or medical office no not at all oh, it's okay. not like you're <laughs> like a, you're you're not you know you're you're not the cna or you're not like back there mm-hmm. taking any kind of you know vitals or anything like that you're just yeah. simply doing front office stuff so as long as you learn how to you're you seem to be like a fast learner so you learn their computer system, their scheduling yeah. system. That's all you need. Like you, Girl, I learned much. all the computer systems of every place I worked. And I literally worked like yeah. over 35 different companies. So <laughs> I'm telling you, you have office manager, yeah. office manager position already under your belt, right? Mm-hmm. I would look into that because the bennies you can get from that and they get paid pretty well because that's a, a specialist office. Yeah. I'm telling you that would be good. And then do Yay. like the, the other stuff on the side, like work at a plant nursery or do the, you know, painted pottery thing on the side you know what I mean yeah Get your creative things in because yeah. you still because think of it as that nine to five would be the one that would really start blasting away at your debt right and then the yeah. other stuff fuels your need for creativity yeah mm-hmm. that's like how it was in Hawaii so like I'm still on the radio so that's that's my part part-time mm-hmm. and but in Hawaii like I worked at a as a reservations agent for a hotel mm-hmm. uh, hotel company and then I um, worked doing radio mm-hmm. barber on Sundays Ooh. or one day a week. You know what? Speaking of which, I got to send you Delta is hiring um, reservations people. Oh, uh, really? Remote, remote, remote. Really? Yeah. I gotta okay. Yeah. Yeah. Send, send yeah. me the information. Mm-hmm. That would yep. be great. Yeah. Imagine I get to travel too. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's and you can work from home. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would love to work from home. I mm-hmm. think that would be the best best job ever is working from home. Yeah, I think that's uh, the focus today on today's topic is just really pinpointing it down is, you know, people say, um, you know, life uh, is fast, you know, life goes by so fast, life is so short, you know, this, that, the other, then what are you doing about it? Right. You know, yeah. so what are you doing about that life, you know? Um, our parents grew up in a generation where there wasn't a lot of employment and yep. that's why they stayed 30 plus yep. years. That's why the company gave pensions. It was because that was a design back then because it was still evolving today. You could be a billionaire with a dot-com, you know, marketing or dot-com industry, and you could be a billionaire, you know, Snapchat, Facebook, yep. Instagram, you know, all this kind of TikTok. You, you're billionaires by now, you know, because yep. that's how fast, our economy works. That's how fast social, uh, society wants things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you have the right market, you could be wealthy quickly, but it, um, it does take investment, investment in yourself. You know, what is it that you really want to do? And it's a really hard process. It's not an easy process. Some people, you know, they're like, oh, these people got wealthy real quick. I'm like, no, they were working on it for years. Yeah. And then it finally came together. Uh, yeah. Like even Bezos, Bezos, everyone like rag, rags on the guy. Mm-hmm. I rag on him too, because, you know, the guy can't spend he all that money before he dies. You right. know? So why not? Why are you hoarding all of this? So you could be yeah. top on a list, mm-hmm. yeah. a list of elite, greedy, you know, people. It's like even the Waltons, you can't spend all that before you die. Yeah. And all you're going to do is raise more assholes, you know? Yeah. So why don't you just be a little bit more realistic and start uh, giving back to the employees that made you so rich? Yes, exactly. And that's the current movement now, but because there's a billionaire war where everyone wants to be the highest, you know, the best billionaire, then we start seeing their personalities. Then we start seeing their mentality, their management skills, their, uh, you know, their thought processes of what is important and what isn't. 
You know, no, you the, know what the happened? race to space was important, yeah. but not the employees. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, so, you know, that was a real, real red flag. Like, wow, you value some trash in the air and in our atmosphere versus giving your employees uh, better benefits during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So- That's why you have one crooked eye. Because <laughs> that was your you know, penance. Legit. You know, um, Andrew Carnegie, you know how he started off, right? He was he was an immigrant. He came here mm-hmm. making like 15 cents a month or something, something ridiculous. And he was like, I think a, a little boy when he started working in um, the warehouses and stuff. But um, like listening to his story where he, you know, made it like he made it through stock markets and investing in railroads and mm-hmm. steel and all that kind of stuff. And he just made it big and he was treating his employees like shit. But at the end, this is what happens is at the end, they realize he realized that, you know, I'm going to give back. And that's when he started, started giving back. He's a philanthropist at, at that point, you know, like at, at the end. So maybe these people are doing the same thing. Andrew Carnegie will be doing. I doubt. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bezos, Bezos got divorced. What did his wife do? His wife was the voice of reason. She She's started the one giving away. it out. <clears throat> yeah. She yeah. she got billions of dollars, yeah. and then you know she just gets compound interest and all that, so she gets more money every month. Every month she's getting yeah. millions yeah. and millions of dollars, and she's just like, I can't spend all this. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I can't. You know, I don't have any purpose for all of this. Yeah, she goes, but I do see others needing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's giving it out. You yeah. know, and we're kind of saying like, yeah. You know, why like didn't he do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what, you know, businesses, people in guys charge, are greedy. That's why really <laughs> need to focus on the global. It's like, yeah. you need to look around. It's like, uh, the resources that makes your company good needs help. Yep. The employees that make your company run yep. need help. Yep. You know, um, yeah, you have too much money in your bank account. How many ho- homes do you need? Right. You know, how yep. and it's stressful because people are trying to steal your money. Your accountants are trying to steal your money. You know, your mm-hmm. managers are trying to steal your money. Everybody's trying to steal your money because to them, it's like, you're not going to miss $2 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take that, you know, and I'm going to, you know, do what I need to do. The great part about like, the Carnegie's and um, all these Rockefellers and stuff like that, yeah. you know, we learned that you have to be cutthroat in the beginning, but as you yeah. get older and you realize uh, certain decisions were not the best. And yeah. that usually comes with the next generation of children, um, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, whomever, you know, that's when hopefully the epiphany comes on and re- they realize like, wow, I was a real, you know, that wasn't the smartest way to go about it. Yeah. But now that I'm here, let us make some changes for the future. Yeah. You just gotta, um, you gotta live within your means, you know, you gotta really be realistic about exactly. that. Exactly. Because right now is like we're blasting the wealthy and saying, go tax the wealthy, tax the wealthy. First and foremost, um, the tax system was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it is meritable for us to request that from companies that say like, no, you you pay no taxes. You know, so yeah, you should be taxed uh, on that merit. You know, like we should fix the tax system. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like realize that it's not damaging for you to assist the nation and the country mm-hmm. to which get made you wealthy. It's yep. like you drive the roads that are shitty. Yep. You know, you have the power outage that we all experience. You mm-hmm. have the water shortage that we all experience, you know, it's like, but you have the wealth to assist in that. Why not <clears throat> assist? Yep. You know, and it yep, shows merit exactly. and, it, and it brings in the kind of co- the employees that you want. Patagonia is a fine example of a company that has it all, you know, pretty much designed 
to exactly what they represent, which is outdoor living, you know, outdoor adventures. And the employees are given permission to take vacations and test products and come back and report on it and That's freaking make the awesome. product better. You know, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. companies that are doing that, but they're not getting a lot of attention. Right. Because that's you know? not, that's not, that's, that's not, not the way highly valued. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's why I crack up laughing because when you look at it, I always die laughing when there's some kind of uh, natural disaster or something. Right. And then these rich people are like, Hey, let's have a fundraiser and let's get all the regular people to give us their money. When, if you yeah. look at it, yeah. like, legit, Oprah could literally end world hunger with just her freaking money. Yeah. Alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. the good, all of these people combined could do with just a part yeah. of their money. Not even. Oh like, yeah. Like literally when my husband and I calculated it, you only need $10 million to live yeah. comfortably within yeah you know, and still like live it up. Okay. Yeah, because the yeah, compound yeah. interest you make from that 10 million, you never have to even touch the pr the principal. Right. Yeah. So no. these people, that's all they really, really need. And the rest of that could go back to civilization where they were helping make things better. Instead of when there is a uh, natural yeah. disaster, they can fix it. They don't yeah. have to ask the people that are low, low level people to give up their money to the red cross or whatever. That's just such a sham to me. You know what I mean? But the thing is like, if you help, uh, there's also this though, if you help someone too much, right. Mm. Those people will never, ever know what it's, what it's like to actually work, to get what you want. Oh um, yeah, for sure. So they'll take advantage of it. You okay. know, and that, so yes, that's true. So like yeah. when it comes to companies, right. I feel like, Hey, if I were to see, if I were to run a bigger company, I would mm -hmm. look at each individual and be like, okay, you know what? Who's been doing, working really well? Who's worked the longest for us? Okay. Mm -hmm. What if, what are they doing? What are they like fitted for this position? And uh -huh. then, you know, give them things to help them work even better, whatever their situation is, give them things. And I don't think that kind of people would take advantage. I feel like once you give somebody the means to do better and give mm -hmm. them a better life, I think they just become more loyal and more wanting to work for you, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then it's the ones that are, have no work ethics <laughs> are oh, the yeah. ones that you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, you yeah, wouldn't reward give them anything. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you would yeah. always give the person who, who was working right. hard for you, who was yeah. always like this company. So the, the guy, um, like I said, the son, Mm -hmm. He drives a $150,000 car, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's a Mercedes, but he drives a $150,000 car, but he cannot give his employees benefits. Mm. No medical. Well, that's the no priority. Yeah. No, uh, no vacation. A yeah, company is the status. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the managers, the CEOs and all that, they are the marketing tool. They are the brand. So if they don't present like they are wealthy, well off, and they have a great company and they're a successful company, they're not going to gain any more investors, followers, shareholders, whatever. They're not going to get it. So they put on airs. Mm -hmm. And in order to maintain that air, they have to take it from someone mm -hmm. or, or somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's usually payroll and benefits because that's your highest uh, overhead. As yeah. a company, that's the <clears throat> biggest cost yeah. you have is payroll and benefits. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are just like, mm, you know, do, are you a 1099? Can you use a 1099? You know, so we don't have to give you benefits mm -hmm. or yeah. Can we give you like 15 hours? No, a week we don't so even we don't have a 1099 you? and still they don't want to give us benefits. 1099 is a contractor. Yeah. It's a contractor. Uh, you're so an individual. You have contractor. your own 
Mm-hmm. You have your own license or um, yeah. insurance and all that. So, so because and that's you how it was with the W2. That was yeah. how it was for the barbershop, but for yeah. I, so I know what that is, but like this company, they don't give you any benefits. Yeah. And that's the employee's choice to work there or not. Yeah. You know, there's something okay, about the product or the company that lets, that keeps them there. Mm-hmm. And then once that, you know, yeah, that shiny diamond, you know, starts to look more like, you know, a, a garden stone, that's when, <laughs> that's when they start walking away. They're like, yeah. oh, it's just a garden stone. You know, it was never a diamond. Right. I thought it was a diamond, you know? So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm out, you know, and they leave yeah. and they usually leave bitter. They leave hurt. You know, they leave, uh, like they wasted their time, you know, all this kind of stuff. They had high hopes of, of rising in the ranks and becoming, you know, higher positions in the company and it didn't happen. Yeah. And I think, um, and, and that's thing another is, thing is yeah, like, it's sad. Telling some, this is one thing I hate about companies is lying. Don't lie to your employees. Mm -hmm. Don't tell them, oh, when everybody else is going to get a raise, you're going to get a raise too. And then not give half the people the raises because they started at a different time. No, you have to give exactly what you said you were going to give. And that's how it works, right? Because you said it in the beginning, this is how, this is what happened in the interview. This is what you said. You better freaking pay up this, this company that I work for right now, that was a past company that I worked for. I was very bitter at all the, um, bullshit, the lies that the company, um, said, but now they're not really, there is no, um, the place that I used to work now, there is no, that department anymore because they don't need it anymore. So they got rid of that department. So you look at it, like this is the way you treat your employees. And then you think about like how your company is um, gonna stay afloat. It's not gonna stay afloat because you're not, you're not honest. You're not treating people correctly. You're not doing things the way that you should be doing things. Like this company that I work for right now, they were saying to me, oh yeah, you know, like you stay with us and then we wanna give you bonuses and this and that. I've never seen a bonus. Mm. I've never seen, you know, like, oh, at, when my company um, does better than you do better. Mm. It's like, but I don't get to see what your company's doing. So I don't yeah. know if your company's doing better and you can always lie to me and tell me, oh, we didn't do too well this year because of the coronavirus or whatever. You know what I mean? So then I get nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's their legal right to do so. If yeah. it's not in their document when you get hired, right. that specifically the details, bonuses, anniversary date um, increases, and yeah. all that stuff, it's right. you know you just go, that's oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that's thing, yeah. a wonderful to hear. Where is that on my contract? Yeah. yeah. Where is that on my agreement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's not there. It's just something we do as a company. It's gone. Yeah. yeah, it's not coming to you. It's not promised. Yep. So you just right. go, oh, okay. So right there is your first red flag. Yep. Are you going to believe right. that or are you going to walk away? Because if it's not in the contract or the agreement, you ain't got it shit. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's it's bullshit to get yeah. you in. It's everything yep. is bullshit, right? Yep. So at that point, you're just kind of like, ah, I need it in paper. You know, can mm-hmm. you add that to my you know agreement so that way I have a better understanding? So when I approach you. Yeah. For my bonus, you and your forgetful you get ass. angry <laughs> and you won't accuse me, you know, in this and the other, because in that point they do need to tell you, 
our quarterly, you know, yep. rankings or our quarterly mm -hmm. uh, income or revenues has been 5% lower than before. So therefore this year we don't have bonuses. They have to detail that to you. They can't just say, oh, we didn't do well. Yep. It's like, yeah. no, you have to show us that you didn't do well. And uh, that way it's not in violation yep. of your employee agreement. agreement exactly. You know? So right. it's like, they have to do that to you, for you. But it's, again, <laughs> it's, it's, the kind heartedness of an employee. If you're a kind yeah. person, you will get abused. You will yeah. be bullshitted yeah. to, you will be uh, mistreated and you really have to find the inner strength to walk away Yep. or to, uh, you know, just endure it, which we don't recommend. Oh. Uh, or use oh. that as a motivation to create your own business. Yeah. Cause you obviously like the topic. You like the industry. You just haven't found a company that's good for you. Mm -hmm. Create your own. Yep. You know, you don't have to be, uh, managing 700 properties, manage 10 perfectly. Yep. Yeah. You know, and these clients will never leave you. And yep. then now you have time to train somebody else to be equally as good. And then you get 10 more properties mm -hmm. and then you train somebody else. And then you get 10 more properties. You get 10 highly trained, highly qualified, highly competent, and people who are in the like-mindedness of you to expand your company. You're yeah. not just grabbing people. You yep. have a system in place. It's that's why companies can be successful over years is because they're constantly revisiting the operations of their company mm -hmm. and it applies to the function of it. And it applies to the employees. Yep. You know, they have to realize that, Hey, I made a mistake in this process. Let's change that. Hey, you know, Derek stops coming to work and he just, you know, text messages every five minutes. Fuck him. Let's fire him. Let's mm -hmm. get somebody else in, you know, Hey, let's, that's, the company, that's the company's responsibility and job. That's why they're right. so distant from what the employees do because they're over there doing that mindset and the employees are doing the physical. So they have to, that's why they're always missing with each other. And they're yep. just like, no, no, you guys are fine. You don't need anything. Air conditioning for what? It's winter. Right. You know, right. it's like, right. no, we need heat, stupid. Yeah. You know, we don't want it colder. We want it hotter. You know, so that's the miss. And that's where, you know, the levels of managers that's their yep. job. They're supposed yep. to be paying attention. You know, productivity is based off of initiative and attention. If you're not giving it to the employee, they're not going to get better. And the employees see that. And that's why they walk off the job. You know, yeah. that's why they stay on the job. Yep. And that's why yep. they TikTok on the job. And that's why they <laughs> Yelp on the job. You yeah. know, and that's why some, unfortunately, some people come back and get revenge on the job. Yeah. Yep. So there, that's there's true. a lot, that's true. a lot connected yeah. to the responsibilities of managers mm -hmm. and you know if they're angry at employees because the employee decides to leave never point the finger outward pal right you know look at they yourself look at the, why first, did they why leave? they leave exactly yeah. that's exactly right and that's yeah. the thing mj your job your company doesn't seem like they have a good solid foundation for their no. company so it's just no, a matter of time before they flop you know what i mean because oh, yeah. companies that don't have a system in place you cannot keep building on a shaky foundation that's just yeah. not how it works. So it's just a matter of time before they collapse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we saw it with that. Uh, I think it was new Orleans. We just had the recent yep. um, um, rainstorm or hurricane mm -hmm. that hurricane. hit them. Hurricane. Yep. Mm -hmm. The same Thing. mattress company yep. who, who assisted the Katrina uh, people that were impacted yeah. assisted this one, the same guy. And it was 16 years apart. 
Wow. And this man sells mattresses. Yeah. And he came back and he saw a need and he helped the public again. Mm-hmm. What a you great know, without guy. without any merit to it. Mm-hmm. It was just like he saw his community in need and he offered it. You know, we have the mega churches that turned their back on yeah, people. That said, you can't come and stay in this church. Yeah. And, and this guy yeah. had a mattress store. He said, you know what? Screw it. You know, use my inventory. Mm-hmm. We'll sleep on my floor. I don't care. Oh, that's come amazing. in here. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, right now, that's the dichotomy of our current uh, society is the advantageous people who are going to take, you know, opportunities to be wealthy. And then you're going to have the people that really are humanistic and humanitarians, and they're just going to help people because people need help. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones where the employees are going to start flocking to. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I want to work for that guy. Yep. You know, he didn't he, have to give up his mattress company, but he did. You know, yep. He didn't have to make sandwiches. Even us with the pandemic, we're small businesses. Small businesses were making plate lunches for people who were uh, lost their job mm-hmm. and delivering it to them, delivering it to the elderly. And they, you know, and their business was closed due to pandemic, but they still made food. Yeah. Granted, the state gave them some money, but still, you know, it's like they didn't have to do that. Yeah. But they did it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like those are the companies you go back and you buy your lunch from and you cater your parties from. Exactly. You know, all of that. Exactly. You you never forget. It's like he didn't have to do it, but he did it. Why? Because people were in need. Mm -hmm. And that's where people, uh, I think a lot of us are going to start looking for employment. Yeah. Uh, and then yep. you're going to see the two types that, yep. you know, the people who are going to take advantage greedy. Yep. And, and the people who are really like, you know what? I like what you stand for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Want to work for you. Yeah. It's just finding your, it's finding your match, no matter yep. if it's life or it's, it's a job, find yep. what resonates with you and follow more of that. I think yep. people yeah. get too caught up in the, in the headspace. They don't listen to what they're supposed to be doing. And then they just keep getting pummeled by like, you don't yeah. like it here. You don't do well here. You don't, you get sick trying to go in. You yep. know what I mean? They're not yep. listening. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So my husband got a promotion. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a and good. He year. works for a good company too. He works for Target. Target's actually a good company. Yeah. yeah. So I worked out, when I was in my graduates program, I researched Target and I liked them. I liked them yeah. a lot. Yeah. I was like, wow, this company got their head together and their store is clean. Yeah. Yeah. They have a clean store. <laughs> and they give a lot to their employees. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're like sick from COVID, they'll give you like that whole time off and paid, mm-hmm. you know, like they're just super good to their employees. So yeah, I, he really likes good. it. There. Good yeah. for him. Good for him. Yeah. So well, now he's going to be a project manager. Awesome. Nice. Oh, wait, awesome. I don't know if I was supposed to say that yet. <laughs> Perfect timing. Perfect timing, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I think he he was a little bit more okay with it because Mm -hmm. he got his promotions. Well, you know what though, you never know. Now that you are going to be taking a different path, Mm -hmm. I mean, sky's the limit for you. Find something that's gonna make you happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe this is what you needed. Yeah, I sense Nadine knows where you're applying to. Well, Nadine, <laughs> tell me, tell me. How I told do you-, <laughs> you, I told you what to look for already. That's right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Okay. I feel like you would love those things. You, would, feel like- you can feel it inside of you. Like yes. what's, yeah, yeah. what's. Perfect. Even before we got on, I, w- I was like, oh, I got to tell her this. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. that's, I feel like would be, you would love it. Like, I feel this weird, like you would really, really love it. It's so weird because I've wanted to work for, um, a plastic surgeon office before like I've been 
I've been thinking about it before. And like, I have a I funny th- feeling that when you work for, if, when you find the right match for you, yeah. they're going to see your potential. And they're going to be like, MJ, you want to go to like a CE and learn how to do this. You want to learn how to do this. So you're going to start off in one section and then learn <laughs> other things, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that yeah. only just makes you even more valuable, you know, yeah. and you'll love it. You'll love it. That's what I want. I want an employer who's going to see like the different qualities that I have mm-hmm. and the, and will actually take some of my advice, you know, yeah. like, because I do have some good advice sometimes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. an involvement yeah. of trust. Yeah. Don't expect yes. you to get the, you know, the uh, boss's attention the first year, but stick around, continue yeah. what you do. The bosses are paying attention mm-hmm. and they're going to realize, Hey, this is somebody who's, you know, worth investing more in and then Mm -hmm. they're going to make that one simple question that you know you're in the right place hey how long have you been working here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why five years (laughs) Uh, (laughs) am i hearing an opportunity Mm -hmm. i you know like yeah you know we need you to you know we're we're noticing your work and we wonder if you're interested in blah 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 yeah that's how it starts Mm -hmm. yep yep yeah thank you so much Yes. Yes. Go with great topic. Yes. Go with your passions. It'll never, ever fail you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. The fear is necessary. Yeah. The fear is necessary to get to happiness. So as long as you're focused and you know what you want to do, do it, you know, take that first step because it's going to be scary, you know, but it needs to be done and you You know know it. Fear shouldn't stop you from doing something. What it makes you should do, what it should make you do is give you pause to try to figure out what is it about it? And then what could you do or what, what is it that's blocking you? And then how could you turn that around in your favor? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Something to think about. Something to think about. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening in and tuning in. Don't forget every Friday we have a new episode. So please join us. And if you have anything that you guys want to talk story about, let us know as always. Yes. And NPR on the mastering of sarcasm will be coming (laughs) up very shortly on Marnie radio, Marnie radio, (laughs) where you can politely tell people to go fuck off and yet seem kind and generous. (laughs) Masters in sarcasm. Coming but soon. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so funny. Okay. All right, people. Aloha. 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 Well, good, goodbye. Goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Goodbye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Create Happiness with a Y.